Welcome to episode 12 of the Let's Dive Deeper podcast. I really can't believe every single week that we keep producing these episodes, how faithful the Lord is being in continuing to allow this to happen. I would have never looked at myself a year ago and said that I could be a podcaster. (laughs) And really just the mercy of the Lord and the goodness of our God has pushed this to be able to even happen. And I'm just in awe of all that he's doing. Um, And I know that he's doing so much in your lives at the very same time. So today we're going to be reading Psalms 139. I'm really excited about this. It just shows what a good God we have and what an amazing God we have. That we can't discount him in any way because he's so able. He's so amazing. Um, And it's just, it's really amazing being able to read this and to know that all of this is truth. And it really, for me, it confirms who I serve. Like, it it reassures me in a way, because I know that all of us every once in a while have doubts, but hearing this about the God that I serve, the only God, it just makes me know for sure that he is the one true God. So before we start, let's go ahead and pray. Father God, thank you for this day. Thank you for everything that you've given to us. Thank you for leaving us your word as a tool for us to better strengthen our faith and to better know you, Father. I pray that everybody listening, their hearts would just be open to what you have to tell them today, the truths that you have for them. And I pray that every word that comes out of my mouth is the word that you want to communicate, Father. Pray this in your son, Jesus' name. Amen. So 139, this is Psalms 139. This is the word of the Lord. O Lord, you've searched me and know me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You understand my thoughts from afar. You scrutinize my path and my lying down, and you are intimately acquainted with all my ways. Even before there is a word on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all. You have enclosed me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is too high. I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If if I make my bed, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the dawn, if I dwell in the remotest parts of the sea, even when your hand, even there your hand will leave me and lead me (laughs) and your right hand will lay hold of me. If I say, surely the darkness will overwhelm me and the light around me will be night. Even the darkness is not too dark for you, and the night is as bright as day. Darkness and light are alike to you, for you formed my inward parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. I will give praise to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, Father, and my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the depths of the earth." Your eyes have seen my unformed substance, and in your book were all written, the days that ordained for me, when as there yet was not one of them. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If I should count them, they would outnumber the sand. When I awake, I'm still with you. That you, O God, will slay the wicked, O God. 
Depart from me, therefore, men of bloodshed. They speak against you wickedly. Their enemies take your name in vain. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with utmost hatred. They have become my enemies. Search me, O God. Know my heart. Try me and know my anxious ways. And if there is any harmful thoughts inside of me, lead me in the everlasting way. Let's pray. Father, I'm so grateful for your word. I'm so thankful that our religion has been set apart because we have clear understanding of who you are from your word. Now, we don't know everything about your goodness and we couldn't even fathom it. But you have left us such a good representation of who you are through the Bible that we can access this tool that it's made available to us to know who you are, to read about who you are, and to share this with other people. So before we go on today, Father, just open the hearts of everyone listening. I pray that these words would hit differently than they have before, that they would encourage everyone, that they would push them towards you, Father. And I pray this in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen. Psalms 139. It might be one of my favorite passages in the Bible. And I know that I kind of say that about every passage that we go through. Jeremiah 29, 11 definitely is my very favorite verse in the Bible. That's for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. Because that verse right there, that has helped me get through a lot of things knowing that my good my god has good plans for me my good he is good he is good um but this this one is especially different because it shows the amazing complexity of our father in a way um it communicates how he is far bigger and he is far greater than we could even understand and it tries to like break that down and I don't know. It's amazing. Like verse four, even before there's a word on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all. He knows it all. He knows what we're going to say before we even say it, which is also really encouraging in doing this, like recording my voice here. He knows the word I'm about to say before I even say it, before I even know the word. And he is the word. And he, when I read his word, he knows exactly what's going to be said. And it's just amazing. You've enclosed behind and before. You're laid a hand upon me. What safety and reassurance that verse brings. That the God who is greater than anything around us has laid a hand onto you. He is protecting you. He is before you and behind you. He's enclosed you in safety. Not that anything terrible wouldn't happen because that's the way the world works, but he is protector. I love going through the names of the Lord and they're especially like, you know, omnipresent, omnipotent. There's a right, not omnipotent. That's how my mom taught us how to spell it. Omnipotent. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. Can't believe I just did that. Um, but protector, like Going through these words that characterize our father, trustworthy, protector, lover, strong, courageous, father, you know, friend. There are all these amazing words. And I know that for every person, there's a word 
that the Lord just is that word to them. And I would encourage you this week, just like totally off on the side, to spend time praying and asking the Lord who he is for you. Because it's something that I did in our old church once. And it was really interesting to see where the Lord, like friend, in my seasons when I felt like I had no one, he was a friend. And I know that there are some girls in the small group that I had that... For them, he was father because maybe they didn't have a father in their lives. But just to sit down and break through, like break down that to see, you know, who is the Lord to you? How do you or what title do you feel like is the most dear to you? So then verses seven through ten talk about like, where can I flee from your presence? Where can I go from your spirit? And it says that we cannot go anywhere from his spirit, which also is reassuring because once we're in him, he's with us. And even before we were in him, he was still for us. He still loved us and he still wanted to pursue us. And I know that it can be hard and there are seasons where you feel far from the Lord. But the truth is, is that we're the only one who's ever walked away. He has always been with us, that there's nowhere where we can go where we are with it without him, where we can flee from his presence is impossible because he is always with us because he is protector. He is for us. He's not against us. I know that that idea can sometimes be crazy to even fathom and it still is for me, but there's so much hope and peace in that, knowing that even if I were to walk away, which obviously the goal is never to walk away. It's not like I'm sitting here like, oh, let me walk away and test it. But like, if if I were to far fall from the Lord, he still would be there. And I could turn around and he'd pick me right back up. And that doesn't go without pain and without hurt, but it's still, it's a promise and it's helpful and it's truth. It just reassures me in that way. Um, because there have been seasons in my life where I have felt far from the Lord. In fact, probably about two years ago, I would say that I was probably the furthest from the Lord that I had ever been. And I was surrounded with a new community that I feel like really helped me. Not to say that my old community hadn't, but I just learned so much more and I became so much more grateful for the God that I serve. Hmm this this whole thing normally i feel like psalms 139 talks specifically about verse 13 13 (laughs) talks about verse 13 for you formed my inward parts you wove me wove me my words aren't coming out right you wove me in your mother's womb in my mother's womb you know what let's just give up on this no i'm kidding um before like the the crazy crazy thing about this is like the moment that you were conceived before you had even been placed in your mother's womb, the Lord knew you. He knew you. He had a plan and a purpose for your life. And he already called you his. He already loved your heart before you were even there, before you even existed. He knew who you were. And that amazes me because, you know, in our humanness, 
weeks and weeks and weeks go by before we can even tell what inside our mother's wombs actually looks like a human. Because if you look at that ultrasound, sometimes they look like little tiny blobs. I have a friend who calls little babies potatoes, and it's very accurate. Like, they just look like these little masses, and it's really hard to tell in an ultrasound. Now they have cool, like, 3D ultrasounds. But it's almost impossible to tell what your features will be. And still, even to birth in an ultrasound, you can't tell who she looks most like, who he looks most like. But the Lord knows. He's like, you're going to have a nose that turns up at the end. You're going to have a tongue that's really, really short. Like, he knows these things immediately like before you're even placed in the womb and he has specifically crafted a life just for you where he is calling you where you fall where he picks you up he has this life planned for you he knows what's going to happen before it does he's heartbroken by our sin before it even happens but he's there and he knows before you even existed Then verse 14 says, I will give thanks to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows that very well. Does your soul know it very well? Have you ever doubted that the works of the Lord are not perfect? I know that I have. I've thought about myself. I've gotten down on myself. I've thought that maybe I wasn't who I was supposed to be. I questioned who I am, like, yeah, it, I've questioned it, I've wondered before, like, why, why am I where I am, like, what is the Lord doing here, when it gets hard, when it's difficult, like, why do I feel this way, what's happening, but to hear in this word, your work's are wonderful and my soul knows it very well we need to train our souls to know that we are wonderful works by a creator who messes up nothing he has made me and he has made you perfectly there was no mistake made in the creation of you and you have to know that. You have to believe it. That goes back to Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. He knows the plans he has for you. His creation is wonderful. We must know that this is true. We must believe it. That even though we're not perfect, even though we sin, even though we make mistakes, his work is wonderful. He didn't make a mistake on you. You need to believe that. So before we finish today, I want to just say to whoever is thinking that they're maybe not who they thought they should be. Seek the Lord. When you seek the Lord, he'll become apparent to you. When you read his word, you'll find out who you are. If you're questioning why something's happening, read his word. There is biblical information on every issue that you are going through. It is relevant. It is God-breathed. 
And the amazing part about the word is that though years have passed, centuries have passed since it was written, since it was published, it still remains relevant. The verses that I'm sharing today are the verses that were written years and years and years and years ago, and they still are relevant. If you have felt anything from this podcast, if you've heard anything that I've talked about, anything that the Lord is sharing with you, it's relevant. Believe that. So don't let the enemy, when you read something like I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, tell you that it's not relevant because it is. It's relevant to this day in this age. It is relevant for you right now and it's what the Lord wants you to hear. The idea that the Bible is not relevant any longer, that it was a book, it's a historical, that's wrong because it is. What the Lord says about you in this book is true and you have to believe it. In a few days here, I have the opportunity to lead worship with our church. And one of the songs is Who You Say I Am. And the bridge of that song is the most amazing bridge. It's one of my favorite songs ever because of this bridge. And it says, I am chosen. I am not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. And it repeats, I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. Let those words sink in this morning. Know that you are who he says you are. And if you're questioning who you are, go to the Bible, go to the word, and find out who he says you are just a little sneak peek here you are a son and you are a daughter of the king you are chosen you are set apart you are fearfully and wonderfully made you are loved you are being pursued by the king of all kings and that's the truth there's so much more in the bible talking about who we are who we are in christ we are new creations we are born again and those are just a few My grandma just called me and it stopped the recording. So I'm not really sure where I was. But anyways, I encourage you to go back through the Bible this week and to find out who you are in Christ. Read his word and believe it because what his word is true, what his word says is true and know that for yourself. So have a great week. You are loved. I just kidding. I thought that I had ended that, but I forgot to pray. So before we really go, you're already loved, but let's pray. (laughs) Father God, thank you for this time. Thank you for giving us your word and the truth. Thank you for telling us who we are in you. Thank you for being such a steadfast and loving father, for placing a hand before us and behind us and protecting us. You are so good, and we praise you for that. And it's in your son, Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. And for the real end, you are loved. Go on this week. 
and pay attention to what the Bible says about you. And I might go on to the website this week and put some links to some verses um, via the YouVersion Bible app to verses that talk about who we are. That would probably be a midweek thing. So pay attention for that um, and go on and have a great week because you are so loved, you are so wanted, um, and you are so fearfully and wonderfully made.